Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm joined today by the lovely Brittany Davis, founder of Willow & Co. Willow & Co. is a children's clothing line with a luxury feel to it made exclusively from bamboo fabric. It is so cute, you guys. Brittany was kind enough to gift Hunter and I some pieces from her line and he has been wearing them every single night. She gave us like four pairs of pajamas and they're just so soft, so cute. So I highly recommend going to check out Willow & Co. Brittany's attitude towards life is just so refreshing and positive and I had the best time chatting with her. She gets into her story about how she was let go from her job while pregnant with her first not really knowing where to go from there, and then she followed her passion of starting a children's clothing line. Her approach to business is so relatable, and she gives some really great advice on how to further your success as an entrepreneur. Brittany's adorable little family is so cute and picture-perfect, and her tips on motherhood are very relevant to any parent's journey. There are a lot of really amazing takeaways from this episode, so sit back, relax, and soak it all in. Enjoy, everybody. All right, you guys, calling all creatives of LA or anyone traveling to the LA area in need of an event space, photo studio, content location, video space, production services, or grip services. Issue Studio is a unique photo, video, and event space, and Issue offers full-service production in an exclusive, intimate, and private boutique environment. The space is so beautifully curated, you guys, and I can't tell you how many shoots I've done at Issue that have turned out to be some of my favorite shoots to date. Not to mention a bunch of amazing events I've attended over the years where the studio gets completely transformed into the best atmosphere for the perfect party. Also, you guys, the wallpaper in the makeup room is absolutely iconic and it's perfect for the Instagram feed. So I highly recommend Issue Studio for any brand or any influencer looking to elevate their image. It is seriously the most beautiful studio I've ever shot at. And I've shot at a lot of studios here in LA and it's just so clean. It's centrally located. There's a huge parking lot, which is huge here in LA. So go check it out at issuephotostudio.com to find more details about how you can book this amazing space for your next photo shoot, video production, content creation, party, event, whatever it is that any of you creatives need here in LA, Issue Studio has got you. So go check it out. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so honored to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this. I know. Yeah. This is our first time meeting. Mm -hmm. So I think we followed each other on Instagram. 
and you own an extremely cute clothing company called Willow and Co. You're the founder yes. of that. So we can get into all of that. But first, like, where are you from? Because I don't know <laughs> anything about you. So tell me about yourself. I am from the Bay Area. Cool. I lived there pretty much my whole life. And then we moved to a town called Rockland, which is like kind of in between Tahoe and the Bay. It's very suburban. It's very suburban. It's a cute town. We love it. And we moved literally the week my daughter was born. We lived with my parents for like two or three months while our house was being built. Mm -hmm. And it was just like everything I dreamed of. So yeah, we live out there. We've talked about moving recently to like San Luis Obispo area. Us too. Really? Yes. Because it's so perfect. There's it's everything. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. That's a pipe dream. The more I talk about it, the more I feel like it might happen. Yay. That's so exciting. Well, we might be joining you. That would be amazing. Yeah. One of my girlfriends just moved to Paso, which is close to SL, SLO, slow. Mm -hmm. So is that what they call it? Yeah, slow. <laughs> what the cool kids call it. Um, cool kids. So yeah, I visited there one time. I had a job there and I was like, where am I? I feel like I'm in like Ireland right now with these green rolling the hills. hills. And oh it's like God. next to Pismo Beach. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. We took the kids out on a sand dune. Yeah. I'm like, where are we? Yeah. Like, it's so magical. It's beautiful. That's so cool. And you have two gorgeous children. Thank one you. boy, one girl. Mm -hmm. What are their ages? So Kennedy is almost six mm -hmm. in July, which is wild because she's going to wow. be in first grade. Oh my gosh. And then Beckham's almost three. I love those names. So Thank cute. You. Kennedy and Beckham. And you call her, your daughter Kenny, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, she's a little Kenny. Aw. So back up and tell me a little bit about your childhood. Yeah. So I grew up in the Bay my whole life. I have three younger brothers. So I'm the oldest and it comes with a whole stigma kind of like being you're, the oldest mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the only girl. Yeah. So I was always like on this like pedestal, I guess you could say. Of I was always, you know, running a million different things, doing tons of sports, like doing well in school, being super social, all of that. And my brothers and they were very strict with me. My parents were so strict. My brothers coast could do whatever they wanted it's so different with boys versus girls <laughs> oh, my oh my god that's hilarious yeah so till this day it's kind of the same thing my parents are always like they just look at me differently than they do my brothers yeah um and they still get away with murder I swear <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah so um grew up in the bay and I came from a very conservative background. I would always kind of have these like ideas of like I wanted to do some type of like acting or modeling or whatever. At the time, I was like 14. Yeah. My parents are like, absolutely not. That's yeah. not happening. So yeah, I was very sheltered. I feel like even through college, I would actually go home every weekend to my parents' house because I was only 30 minutes away. So, yeah, fast forward, I kind of have more of my independence now, of course. Like, right. I'm married with children, but my parents are still the same way with me. They're like, I'm just their baby girl. And I feel like it's going to be the same way with my daughter. Yeah. Honestly, I've seen a lot of different traits with myself that my parents have and all of that. So, my brothers live all across the country now. They're in Tennessee, Hawaii, and Oregon. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Wow, such a range. Yeah, because of the cool. military. Okay. So, we don't get to see each other that much, which is mm -hmm. a bummer, but— 
Yeah. I try to go visit. I have a ton of nieces and nephews, so I get oh. to see them. And they've all just been like little Willow models. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. That's so perfect I that know. you're able to just use your family yeah. as the little models. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes it so much more special too and personalized. It does. Yeah. They've like been wearing each other's hand-me-downs for years and all of oh. that. So. Oh my God. Yeah. My so sister-in-law cute. Morgan actually does my marketing now. It's just a lot to do so, marketing. It's yeah. like you're not just posting on Instagram. No. And like all the DMs and messages and everything. Yeah. That's definitely a whole other like beast in Mm -hmm. itself. It sounds like you have such a good family dynamic. We do. I mean, we always talk about living by each other, but we've just decided, I feel like California is just kind of where we want to be. My husband's family all lives in the countryside a little bit more of California. They live in Marysville. So he's like a country boy at heart. Now he's like into tech and all that. So, okay, cool. That's like the best of both worlds. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask next is how did you and your husband meet? So we met at a bar. Amazing. (laughs) A country (laughs) bar. Like my favorite (laughs) bar of all time. It was called Saddle Rack. They closed down during COVID, which was so sad. It had like the bowl and then like little haircut chair and all that. And I remember being the driver. I'm like, I'm not going to drink. Like, I'll drive everyone home. And then I met him and his friends as we were about to leave. And I was like, okay. I'll have a drink. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have a drink. Um, And he's really tall. So I could see him like from across the room. Mm -hmm. And I just went up to him and said hi. And apparently it was so crowded that apparently I like nudged his sister. And I'm not like a mean person. No. But that's her first impression of me was bumping her out of the way when truly it was my friends who were all kind of like pushing us in. Are you guys good now <laughs> oh, though? Oh yeah. Okay. It's still a joke. <laughs> oh my I'm god. I'm like I don't remember that but. Oh my god. Yeah so I went up and I just said like hi I'm Brittany and he was like okay we're hanging out. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. How long have you guys been together? Almost seven years. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he's an entrepreneur too, right? Yes, okay, he is. Cool. And you guys founded Willow & Co. together mm-hmm. or how did that all start? So basically when I was four, almost five months pregnant, my whole sales department mm-hmm. was completely let go. Like the entire department. Wait, so, this is with your first, right? Yes. Okay. So this was almost six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm five months pregnant. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, like, gosh, I, that's so scary. I get to be maybe like a stay-at-home mom. That's great. But it was like very heartbreaking to be yeah. like, is someone going to hire like a pregnant woman? Like, am I going to be able to travel? So I think I kind of had this like identity moment of like, I'm becoming a mom. This was unexpected. Like, where do I go from here? Yeah. So I always wanted to start like a boutique of some sort. I worked with like little local boutiques and there's one in Pleasanton. It was called Drift Co. Mm -hmm. And I would just like go in on Mondays and just take pictures and videos and all that of the clothes. And I was like, I want to do this. Like, I love this. Yeah. So I kind of just started doing my research and I realized I don't think I want to do women's clothing. I feel like it's really fast moving. You always kind of have to have a ton of new stuff. I'm like, do we do brick and mortar? When then it was more popular to have brick and mortars, right? So I ended up going to a bunch of different like LA conferences with fabric and sourcing. And I just stumbled upon bamboo actually. And I'm like, I'm doing a baby line. It's going to be all essential, kind of like a luxury feel. And just went from there. I had no clue where to get a manufacturer like no information. Yeah. So I pretty much just got my ideas. I 
sketched out what I wanted. I didn't really reinvent the wheel on anything. I wanted essentials. So like the knotted gown, the footie, and then we did onesies and then blankets in a nursing cover, stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, we got to do more. We got to do more. And then I got a really good piece of information just to like step back and really try to find a niche Mm -hmm. and get in and get people to know you for like what you provide and not try to be all over the map. Yeah. So from there, I just thought, okay, we're going to do essentials and see how this goes. The other thing too is it was like super hard to find like any neutral or earthy tone type stuff in a solid color. So I was like, I want like mustards and sage and like that soft blush color. But it was hard to find. Everything was like red, blue, green. I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. It's so refreshing to see all of the color palettes and the prints too are so cute. And the material looks absolutely amazing. I can't wait for Hunter to wear them. Mm -hmm. So what a journey. That's such a scary feeling losing your job, especially while you're pregnant. And it's like... yeah. So crazy how we're able to kind of like give birth to a new version of ourselves exactly. when we give birth to our children. Like, do you feel like if you hadn't been pregnant at the time that you lost your job, do you think you would have ended up going the children's clothing route? Or do you think you were inspired because you were pregnant? It definitely was inspired because I was pregnant. That's and I was so like, cool. this is just going to fall in place. It's going to make sense either way, even if it doesn't blow up or become a big company. I don't really know 100% the direction right now. I still feel like it's going to be something that's going to be a part of me. And like, we kind of did this little journey together. I mean, I was pregnant when I started searching. I think we went like a couple weeks after the whole layoff situation happened. Mm -hmm. And we booked, you know, just to go to different conferences and all of that. And so it's like telling all these vendors, I was like, I'm pregnant with my first. I want to start a baby line. And I just started connecting with all of these different people. And they were like, I have a similar story telling me about what inspired them. So when she was born, it was about six months postpartum when we actually launched. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. The timing of the universe is crazy. It is. And I would have never gone that route hadn't I been, you know, laid off from this company. Also, I knew too, like I'm going to be traveling constantly. I'm in sales. It's not really even like something I'm that passionate about. Like it's a good paycheck. Yeah. You know, I was thinking at the time, but I'm like, who's going to watch Kennedy when I'm traveling and you're traveling? Right. We don't have family right next door. Am I going to hire a full-time nanny that can just be on call? I know. It's It's so hard finding help. Mm -hmm. How are your days structured? as like the founder of this brand? So it varies. And that's like the one thing I'm working on right now is just balance. Yeah, Like everything I feel like right now revolves around balance of like, how can I be there for the kids? Mm -hmm. Feel like I'm not missing out on work stuff, that I'm present for them. So now that I have a little bit of like a team, Mm -hmm. we do more meetings together and just like spitball ideas, especially with Morgan, my marketing girl. She's amazing. Her and I will just snowball off of each other all the time. And I wasn't working with anyone before. So it was just me. Yeah. So really a lot of it revolves around our collaborations right now. So different influencers that want to make their own collection. We end up. Yeah. So we did that in 2020 was our first one. That's so smart. I hadn't seen it before. Like a baby collection together. Yeah. But there was this one influencer that I've always loved. I've followed her probably 10 years, maybe. I messaged her and I was like, you always have him in Willow. Would you do a collection with me? And she's like, yes. I'm (gasps) like, she was way out of my league at that point. Like she worked with Ulta and Commerce. And I just, 
asked her and she said yes. And it was just such a great thing. I love stories like that too, because I feel like a lot of people get intimidated when, you know, they look up to somebody and there's these big influencers, but it's just like, they're just people just Mm -hmm. like us. And like, if you hadn't reached out, you don't even know what could have happened. So the worst thing that she could have said is no. Like, (laughs) right. I have other, you know, a bunch of other collaborations going on and she totally cut up. And that's so cool. So then she helped create a little like capsule collection. Yes. So we did three prints and it was all based around kind of her brand. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you pick and choose what makes sense for you. I'm not even going to send ideas Mm because I want you to feel like it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah. This is what makes sense for you. Even though I'm tempted to like many times be like, do you think you'd want to do this? I think this would be fun. I'm like, just don't do it. Uh Leave the floor to them. And it just makes it a fun experience. And I mean, the hardest part is picking out the print because... Yeah, there's so many, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I could have never done this like three, four years ago. There was so many like ups and downs with manufacturing and sourcing and yeah, all the things. So it was just really good timing. I learned a lot during the process. I bet. Because it's just you think, oh, pick a print, pick a couple of them, and let's just bust these out right. and post them and like get sales. Like there's a lot more to it. Oh my God. There's so many factors that go into it. Is it direct to consumer? Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's been really fun. But my days just structure wise are some weeks I'm like on the go, busy, busy and like on it. And then there are other weeks I kind of fall off Mm -hmm. and I've learned to start kind of delegating a little bit more because I wasn't doing that before. And it's hard to let go of control. Exactly. When you've been doing something for so long and then you kind of don't even know how to tell somebody how to do it. Right. That's my problem too. It's really hard for me to delegate and let go of that need to control everything and have it the way (laughs) that I want it. (laughs) Yes. But I hear though from a lot of successful people that the next step in getting more traction in your business is just letting go a little bit and hiring it out, mm-hmm. essentially. And it's been game changer. Yeah, because it gives you more time. Do you ever experience any mom guilt because you're working and... I do. And it's hard. I compare myself a lot to my husband because he's able to focus and work. And then I'm like, you don't feel that guilt. You just don't. And I do. So I feel like I'm not being productive enough. Yeah. But then you hold that guilt. Or if I say, hey, I'm going on a work trip or I have this and this, they're like, who's watching the kids? I'm like, well, their dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's so funny how there's kind of a little bit of a double standard. <laughs> yeah. So I do feel guilt. There have been times when I'm mm-hmm. at least on my laptop doing my thing and Kennedy will come over and shut it. She yep. does it to my husband constantly. That's why he leaves the house. Like I will stay home and like try to get stuff done. And then I end up not doing it. I don't know. Like you said, it's so hard trying to figure out that perfect balance. That's what we're working on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's always shifting and evolving. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah, totally. So how are your pregnancies? Okay, so both were really easy for the most part. The second one, I was, of course, a little more tired, mm-hmm. but I felt like I had a different level of motivation because I have a toddler running around. Yeah. So you can't just like nap anymore. Not saying everyone just naps their whole pregnancy, but I definitely did my first time around. Yeah. I would just like binge watch friends and chill and Good. relax. And then the second round wasn't as much of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kennedy would still wake up and walk to our room and, you know, just yeah. all that. And yeah. then, yeah, and I started feeling like, oh my gosh, how is she going to react to having 
a brother. Mm-hmm. She wanted a sister. Now she loves him okay. so much. But like they were pretty easy in terms of like afterwards. I mean, I definitely had okay labors. They were very, very long. Mm-hmm. I ended up having horrible infections with both. So I was listening <gasps> to your solo yeah, and how you had a home birth and all of that. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. It was pretty amazing and also extremely intense, but I'm glad I took that route for sure. And I think I would advocate to do it again, mm-hmm. you know? Do you have a piece of advice for pregnant women to feel their best mentally, emotionally, physically? Like what's one piece of advice that you would give? Honestly, I feel like listening to your gut and your intuition because you're going to get a lot of opinions. Yes. Everybody wants to like give you their piece of information. Mm-hmm. I, think I love just that. Listen to yourself because that's what's always going to serve you right. And it's your baby. And people mean well, of course, like right. a lot of the time. But the more you allow people to kind of influence you on how you do things, that will carry on to like your whole motherhood journey unless you kind of get like a hold on it. Even like a home birth type thing. I remember kind of exploring that and Mm -hmm. hearing like, don't do that. That's not safe, you know, things like that. And then you hear the flip side of it. But people do mean well, of course, just listen to that inner voice. I love that. Because that's going to take care of you. And you're going to need to listen to that inner voice throughout being a mom. When you don't listen to it, I feel like at least when I haven't, I always end up like kicking myself. Like I should have just done what I knew was best. I agree. It's so hard to shut out that outside noise, but if you can, it just serves you in the best way. Mm -hmm. All right, my MILF fam, as you all know, I'm always looking for ways to aid in becoming the most optimal version of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And one of the things I do to support myself in doing this is by taking my vitamins every single day. And I know it can be overwhelming sometimes with all of the supplement brands out there, but one brand that I've been a huge fan of for years now is Wealthy. Two products I absolutely love by them is the Her and the Sweat. And they just recently sent me the Vision Gummies, which I am so excited to try and see the results from. Get it? See the results from the Vision Gummies? Which I think is so cool that they are pioneering advocacy for vision health because, you know, we're always looking at our screens every day. And it's something that I think a lot of people just put on the back burner and dismiss. But the HER is a great way for women to get their daily dose of biotin, vitamins A, B, C, D, E, calcium, hyaluronic acid, magnesium, and selenium. Just all of the great things that us women need and are probably lacking and it's all in one. And then the sweat is something I like to take before a workout to just help enhance my burn with the natural caffeine and there's also dandelion root in there to help with my metabolism and digestion. The quality of these supplements are just next level and I'm telling you, you have to go check them out. If you use the code MILFBOD, you get 25% off your first order when you go check out at imwealthy.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D at checkout at imwealthy, I-M-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com to get 25% off your first order. Enjoy, everybody.
So yeah, have you always kind of had this like entrepreneurial side to you, like ever since a young age, or did you kind of just... Okay, so I always knew I kind of wanted to do something like different. I just felt like my brain when I was like in corporate America, it just wasn't fulfilling. Some people just thrive. I just felt like I want to do something different, kind of like something that I can... More creative. Yeah. Yeah. and, And just kind of be a part of me and like my identity and... I am very social, but I can also be really shy and very like conservative and hold back. And I feel like this has also brought that side of me out. That's really, you know, just has a lot to offer. And the one thing I love is just the community and like meeting other people who are just root for your company. I forget sometimes I'm like, there would be no company without all of these amazing people who pick our brand over all the other brands that there are now. So I see like this side of me, I feel like is not going to go away. I don't think I could ever go back into like a conventional job. No, I just don't. I know. And I've I've thought about it. I'm like, okay, it would be a little bit more like stability because, you know, you don't know the plan, but that's okay. Yeah. And be okay with that. Just do with what you're doing right now. Yeah. And keep it going and as long as it feels right. So Yeah, and be present. Yes. It's such an important message that I try and spread to everyone. I feel like there's a lot of people probably listening who maybe are like interested in starting their own brand or starting their own company. Like, do you have something that you would tell those people when you're starting out? Like, what would you say to those people? I feel like the one thing that helped me the most was asking every question possible to anybody I thought that could give me any piece of information. So at the time, I didn't really know anyone that had like a children's brand specifically. Right. But I would reach out to, we had a family friend who had actually a dog grooming business that was really successful. And if I hadn't reached out to her, I would have never found my manufacturer. It's just like putting yourself kind of out there, I guess, and Mm -hmm. don't feel like you're bugging anybody because people reach out to me now and I love talking about it. I feel bad I don't get back to everybody. Not that it's like a mass amount of people, but enough to where a lot of people want to start their own thing, you know? And yeah, yeah, just be open and like stay hungry to learn. I feel like you can apply that too to every area of your life, like not just with business, just stay curious and Mm -hmm. ask questions. I feel like we're so afraid to feel stupid or like inferior, but I think the older I get, the more I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. If I don't know something about something, I'm just going to straight up be like, what's going on? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Right. And that's (laughs) fine. Those are usually the people that end up having the best experience because they weren't standing in their own way. Yeah. And I've done that before where I just stand in my own way. And then every time I do that, I'm like, you should have just put yourself out there because what's the worst thing that can happen? They say no. Okay. Yeah. So what's the biggest thing that motherhood has taught you so far? Because you have, you're in like the thick of it. A Mm -hmm. six-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. How (laughs) on earth are you (laughs) dealing with it? Um, Okay. So last year and the year before were definitely the hardest. Yeah. When Beckham was like a baby, baby. Yeah. Actually, you know, when he turned one, Mm -hmm. it really shifted. Because he wasn't laying there anymore. You know, I couldn't put him down. (laughs) Like, that was tough. And then my husband was also starting a company, too. So we had these two side companies. Mm -hmm. Plus his, like, full-time job 
and then we've got these two kids at home that need us. Right. So that was hard with what has taught me like, okay, whatever you're doing right now, if it's not benefiting the family, you need to just take a step back a little bit. I have taken a step back a few times just to like, this can wait. We need to focus on home. But right now, since Kennedy's six almost, Mm -hmm. she's watching my every move. So I'm very careful with what I say. When I speak bad things to myself out loud, like, you know, I'm so tired. I look awful, blah, 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 things like that. That has all shifted into like, listen to how you're speaking to yourself because now you have a little girl that can hear everything you're saying. Yeah. So it's really helped me to really have just better dialogue with myself and like how powerful your mind is. Like she was across the kitchen Mm -hmm. the other day and I said to Beckham, I was like, you want mommy? You can come here. And he said, I want daddy. Daddy was in the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, fine. And I like, I guess I rolled my eyes and she's like across the room. She's like, did you roll your eyes? Oh did my you gosh. Just I was like, I was laughing kind of, but I'm like, I have to watch my every move. Yeah. Cause like, she's, just, she's calling me out. Oh my <laughs> God. That's hilarious. So it basically, it's just made you more self-aware and like just more aware in general. Yeah. I'm sure. I know it's very easy to just like go into that narrative and just be like, I'm so tired, (laughs) like I, whatever. But then, yeah, when you have a little human observing your every move, you're like, okay, I got to rethink this. I got to rethink this. Yeah. And then it in turn helps you and it teaches you so much. Um, It has. Oh, I love that. So now that we're into all of the mommyhood stuff, let's go into the acronym MILF. What do you do to stay mindful? So the one thing I would say, and this is just what works for me, I feel like a lot of the time I have to take myself out of the moment and Mm -hmm. like literally give myself like a bird's eye view of my life and what's going on. Because there are times, you know, you get down, you're just in this struggle or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. And I just kind of overlook like, okay, what is this life that you've been given? So many blessings. Things are going great. It's always going to turn out fine. And just kind of overlook things and be like, okay, I can really put myself back into a positive perspective Mm -hmm. and just constantly reminding myself that your mindset is so everything. There are so many situations that I have been like, I could have taken a different perspective on that, but I'm going to learn from it mm-hmm. and realize, okay, this is maybe something that wasn't ideal, but it can you can torture yourself through it or you can just like grow and live through it. So yeah, that's such a good mindset yeah, to have. It doesn't happen all the time, but I try. <laughs> yeah. What does that look like when you're in the moment? Do you just like step back and like take a breath kind of and just like pause? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I do. And I feel like I, a lot of the time, will just kind of try to catch myself before I kind of, you know, lose it a little bit when you're just like exhausted or as moms, like everybody, I feel like needs something from you at all times. Yes. And you feel that guilt of like, I'm not a good enough friend or mom or daughter. And you're like, yes, you are. Yeah. You can't be at all places at all times. But it's just, I feel like as women, we take that on. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. As women. You got to give ourselves grace. Yeah. More grace and credit. Like Mm -hmm. we're doing the best that we can. And I love that so much. I'm going to start incorporating that because I definitely fall victim to just like getting overwhelmed sometimes. Yeah. It's overstimulation. Yeah. So next, how do you listen to your intuition? 
So that is also something that I feel like I'm constantly working on. And I feel like it's important to have friends and ask for advice and things like that. Yeah. I typically will go and just like bring something up to somebody and ask them what they think before I even think about what I think about it. Yeah. So I had a yoga teacher. It was Yoga Nidra. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, yeah, it yeah. was amazing. And she would, before every class, would talk with like the mala beads and would be like, you are going to have to listen to like that inner voice and it's always going to take you home. And she used this analogy. She was like, you know how when you leave the house and you're like, should I grab a jacket or I don't need it? And then you don't grab the jacket and you go out and you're freezing and you're just kicking yourself. Like, why didn't I just grab that? Yeah. But then there's like the times when you listen and you grab that jacket and then you're like, thank you for taking care of me. Yeah. So I'm working on listening to my inner voice at all times because like Mm -hmm. the more you listen, the more you're going to trust it and just like thank yourself and know that like there's that inside of you that's trying to take care of you because yeah we're always running around grabbing everybody else everything yes. so yeah oh that's such a good analogy too I it's love so, it it sticks it's with so me simple yeah and I think it's easy for me to remember like I'll be able to remember that easily because I literally always leave the house without my jacket <laughs> and when we're out to dinner somewhere I'm like I'm freezing babe can I have your jacket and he's like I told you you should have just grabbed your jacket <laughs> yeah, so I know that's a good reminder what are some of your lifestyle non-negotiables? And this can be anything from like your diet, your beauty routine, your morning routine, like just things that make you feel like the best version of yourself. I think I've finally gotten to the point now because I have a little bit of older kids. They're not old yet, but I have learned that. I mean, it just sounds so cliche, but sleep actually. And like that has changed the game for me. Like last night, I went to bed later than I wanted to. And I could just feel that shift. Sometimes that happens, you know, but I feel like I give myself the reward when I'm like, get in bed, just veg, relax. It's okay to have downtime, Mm -hmm. all of that. In terms of beauty, I mean, Botox honestly is the one thing I do right now. And that's it. I have no shame in it. I feel like People are like, oh, do you get Botox? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, just (laughs) be transparent about it. That's the one thing I will go do. And then, oh my gosh, coconut water. Coconut water, yeah. Coconut water. Which brand do you like? Harmless Harvest? Yes. Yeah, yes, that, that one's one. my and favorite, And then Zola or something. Oh, I don't know if I've ever tried that it's one. It's like the one I feel like they have it like anywhere. Okay. Kind of the blue bottle. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love coconut water. I can just feel such a difference. Oh, I love magnesium too. Oh, do you take it before bed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does it like really detox you? The brand, it's called Mag 07. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more of like a laxative almost. Yes. And I literally cannot take it. It, it like hurts my stomach. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you're taking the one with, there's like one that's just like straight magnesium. Uh-huh. And then I've heard that there's another one with an active ingredient that I was actually told to get. Okay. So I think that's the more detox one. Yeah. Now I'm going to try it and I'll let you know. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I feel like we're all deficient in magnesium. So I I keep hearing like, yeah, you need to supplement magnesium and it helps you sleep as well. Yeah. So so you take it every night or? Mm -hmm. Okay. So melatonin I used to take Mm -hmm. all the time, but then I read that it was not great long-term for you to take. It kind of like messes with your hormones and stuff like that. So I stopped taking that and I take magnesium. And so far, I haven't like seen anything of it being 
negative or bad for you. So I feel like that's my number one thing right now that I'm like obsessed with. (laughs) Yeah. So it seems like you make sleep like a very big priority. Yeah. I'm not getting like 12 hours or anything because then I'm like groggy and obviously don't have time for that. But I don't feel bad. Like I used to stay up until 1.30 in the morning just to have alone time. Yeah. And, you know, just watch a show or whatever. And now it's like get in bed at a normal time. So you're like at full energy the next next day. day. Yeah. It makes such a huge difference. What's your fitness routine? Because you're looking amazing. Am I? Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Summer sneaking up on me quick. You look amazing. I can't believe that it's already almost May. May. It's It's crazy. It's crazy. So I was doing bar method for a while. Oh yeah. And I think I want to go back to it. Mm -hmm. I was just doing like booking a class and it really actually helped structure my day Yeah, where I'm like, okay, I have this class at 10 mm-hmm. and then I can base everything around it instead of like, I'll get to the gym later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I still do yoga. I love hot yoga because um, yeah. I love just being in a sauna or something about it. And then they play like amazing music and you just get pumped up. Yeah. I love it. And then I do some resistance, like weight training. Mm-hmm. I was really trying to build my like upper shelf or like my butt, basically. Mm-hmm. I wanted that like, you know. Yeah. So light weight training and then some yoga here and there. I feel like that's perfect. Yeah. How often are you doing that? How many Probably times a week? like three, four. Sometimes it's like very consistent. Other times not so much. But yeah. I've been trying to do more walks outside and just get sunshine. Mm-hmm. I always feel so good after that. There's like a little green belt behind our house. That's like oh, a perfect, perfect three mile loop. Oh. And yeah, so I do that a lot. Oh, that's so And nice. the kids can go and they get outside. And they're so much happier. Oh my God. Yeah. Hunter's just now getting into the screen and his iPad. And I'm like, oh my God, what mm-hmm. is happening? <laughs> so and they're, they're like, staring at it and then their little fear yeah I'm like you're a zombie right now like (laughs) let's go outside and mind he's good at being outside and he loves it but it's like okay it's starting it's starting so it's like that age how he's two he's about to be two okay yeah okay babe one last question I ask everyone at the end of every episode is if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice what would you say to your younger self One thing I would definitely say is you are doing the best at the time with what you knew. And that's okay. I look back at things. I'm like, I could have done it this way, but I didn't, I didn't know. I did my best and I'm going to continue to do my best. And like the other thing I tell myself all the time, I'm already telling my daughter it because she'll talk about little six-year-old things, five-year-old things, is comparison will steal all of your joy. Yes. You just don't know what someone else's life really is. And so how can you compare yourself to them? Yeah. I love that you're teaching your daughter that at such a young age. I think that that's such an important message for all children to learn, especially girls and especially with social media now. Like it's so hard to not just like scroll and see people's highlight reels and compare your life to that. But it's like you just have to remember that everybody is going through their own struggles and like 100%. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Be kind to yourself. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You're living the life that you were given and Mm -hmm. there's a reason, you know, this is all going on. So yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. Amazing advice. 
where can everyone find you? Where can they find Willow and Co? Drop all of the <laughs> websites, the, the Instagram handles, all of it. So it's all at at the willowco.com is okay. the website. Okay. Um, but you can go on the social, of course, it's the Willow Co. Okay, and then cool. I put my handle in there as founder, which I didn't have for a long time. But yeah, it's like, okay, at least somewhat of a face of the company. But yeah. yes, we're doing a collaboration coming up soon. The girl we are doing with is having her fourth girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we're going to do more girly prints because we haven't done a ton of girly type stuff. Actually, I keep a lot gender neutral. So I'm really yeah. excited to do this because like so more cool. florals and stuff. So yeah, we have a new, our spring collections out and I think I put some spring stuff in there for you. I'm pretty sure. But Thank you so yeah. much. You are amazing. You are too. Oh Thank gosh. you. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on the show and everybody go check out Willow and Co. Their stuff is so cute and I cannot wait for Hunter to wear it. Yay. Okay. Send me pictures. Yes, Thank I will. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gained some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILF Pod. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.